Hello, friends, and welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain. Good to have you with me again on our podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming challenges that we face as leaders. So good to be with you again on episode 202 of our podcast. Hey, if you want to know more about me, check out LanceBain.com. L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. Lots of resources available there, multiple kinds, multiple types, different purposes, and would love for you maybe to check those out. And as always, would be super helpful for us here at the uh, studio of our little podcast. If you would share this podcast in whatever platform you may be listening, leave a review and a five-star rating, hopefully a five-star rating, would really, really appreciate that. Hey, today's subject comes from an experience that I had recently. I went to one of my favorite local uh, sandwich shops in my area, and uh, it's kind of the style where you stand at a counter and you order off a menu, and then you add the uh, extras to your sandwich as you sort of move down the line, and when you check out, you're given your sandwich and you move on. So... I was at this local restaurant that I attend quite frequently, and uh, the person that was the initiator of my meal, you know, uh, was kind of quiet. The restaurant wasn't very busy, and I said, how are you doing this week? How's it going? And he said, you know, I'm having a tough start to my week, and uh, immediately I felt this test. You know, do I want to ask about that? Do I do I want to inquire to know more? <laughs> do I just dismiss it and throw out some sort of cliche, or or do I care? Do I care about him? Do I only care about my inner circle? So today, in episode 202, I want to talk about the power of selfless leadership with self-care. This tension that we manage of selflessness, but also having healthy self-care. So let's talk about that today. When this young man said, you know, I'm having a tough start to my week, I did feel the test. (laughs) I thought, you know, do I love people? And if I love people, how much do I love people? Do I only deeply love the people and care about those in my inner circle, my family, my staff? How far does that love go? How much love should I have for the stranger? As a person of faith, I immediately am sort of confronted by Jesus in Luke chapter 10 telling the story of the Good Samaritan that you cross the street and you go through inconvenience and through sacrifice to add value to other people, to be caring, to be compassionate, to be a loving listener, and to maybe offer, if nothing else, a smile and a word of comfort and a sense of solidarity with another person. Do I only care about those in my inner circle? Do I care about my city by caring about every person? How far do you take that? What boundaries need to be in place that manage the healthy tension between selflessness and appropriate, healthy, balanced, reasonable self-care? And so I want to share with you three simple points and offer some tips for each point that can help you and I experience the power of selfless leadership with healthy self-care. Point number one, embrace selflessness. The simple stories of the sacrificial mentor who once was a very successful leader and devoted themselves entirely to their 
team's growth or to their small group's growth or to their family's growth or to their classroom's growth or their team, whatever it may be, they're fully devoted themselves entirely to their team's growth and success. So much so that this individual sacrifices their personal time. They often work late into the night to support their team, sending emails from home. You know the picture, laying in bed, propped up on a pillow with the laptop in front of you or your tablet in front of you, and you're sending the late night emails. You're sending the late night text. You're doing the late night brainstorming. You're doing the late night crunching of the numbers. And while the selflessness can initially bring a sense of acknowledgement and admiration, you and I know that that story played out over the long term begins to have significant uh, decline in health, can begin to have a significant decline in emotional health, resentment. Regret, bitterness can begin to foster in the soil of unwise and selflessness without boundaries. And eventually, when your physical health declines and your emotional health declines, the sharpness of your intellectual wit and prowess and understanding and insight begins to grow dull, then ultimately your effectiveness as a leader will wane. It will diminish. And so we can all admire the sacrificial mentor from a distance and for a while, but without some healthy self-care, you become not just the sacrificial mentor, but you become the sacrificed mentor. Friends, to be a healthy and noble leader that is worth following, we have to embrace selflessness. We go first. As John Maxwell says, leadership is about others, it is about others, it is about others, it is about others. It is about other people, not about ourselves. And so let me share with you a few tips that might communicate and um, practice healthy selflessness without crossing the boundary from moving from the sacrificial mentor to the actually sacrificed mentor. We don't want that for you. We don't want that for myself. And so here's just a few pragmatic suggestions. Number one, um, how does your team, in, um, how do you make yourself accessible and available to your team? How do you make yourself accessible and available to your team? Uh, everything from cell phone numbers or other numbers, emails, uh, social medias, open door policies, uh, hours at which you are available, walking around and visiting people. How do you role model accessibility and availability? An open door policy is something that I have in my office that if the door is open, anyone is welcome to come in at any time. If the door is closed with the window available, then simply peek in and I'll let you know if I'm available or not. I also have a curtain that I can put down over the window for very private moments that I need, and that says I'm not available. What is it for you with your code of conduct, your HR department? What is reasonable? What is wise? What is sufficient? Accessibility and availability. Another tip is to be proactive and to follow up. Is to be proactive and initiate. Walk around the old leadership by walking around mantra of actually going into other people's cubicles and making calls and pursuing people and being interested and seeking understanding and pursuing intimacy and connecting with other people. Be proactive and follow up. 
Take initiative in helping others and celebrating others. Take initiative and do that and let people know that you see them, you know them, you care about them, you want to help them. And at other times, it's maybe as simple as calling other people when you know they are in personal crisis. I received a text this morning from a member of my congregation. And at the end of the text, it said, would you please call me? Of course, I need to call them. I want to call them. And I want to call them and I want to listen and engage. And I might think, well, I have this to do or that to do, or I'm on the road or it's this or that. I had a lot of other reasons why I may not want to make the call. But the selfless leader is a loving leader. It's not hanging our hat on selflessness as some kind of badge of honor. No, it's just what people who love other people do. We're willing to embrace selflessness so that we can add value and uplift and encourage other people. And in this particular case, it was calling others when in personal crisis or calling others and celebrating. Hey, you got the promotion. You got the job. You did well on the test. You graduated this. Way to go. Genuinely seem interested in other people. What did I do with the guy from the sandwich shop? (laughs) I listened. I said, man, I'm sorry you're having a difficult week. And I said, you know, when I was your age, I learned that life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it. Attitude is everything. And I just want to hope that you can uh, find something today to be thankful for. And he was. And quickly he was like, you know, I'm thankful for this, that. So it was a great moment. For a moment, for just 30 seconds, I needed to embrace selflessness and exhibit care for another person. Point number two is the importance of self-care. Self-care. While we embrace selflessness, we also embrace the importance of self-care. Our first leader was the sacrificial mentor that everyone applauded and everyone loved, but over the long haul became the sacrificed mentor because there were no boundaries, always working, declining care, declining emotional care, dullness of intellectual creativity and ingenuity and contribution. And we can practice selflessness in many ways. But the second point is that we need to embrace the importance of self-care. This is the balanced leader, not the sacrificed mentor, but the balanced leader. This is the individual who believes in selfless leadership, but also understands the importance of self-care. This is an individual who leads their team, their ministry, their family with compassion and dedication. But they also know that they need to prioritize their own sense of mental well-being, physical well-being, spiritual well-being. And this person might schedule regular breaks, walks, maintains a healthy work-life balance, knows when to turn off the device, to put it on airplane mode, to put it in do not disturb mode, and engages in the kind of activities that rejuvenate this person. And so this is kind of the area where, friends, we want to begin to find ourselves as leaders. I'm thinking of a wonderful leader in our church right now who's involved in the healthcare industry in our state and who is having family members that are going through great personal crises right now. And it is taking a lot of time and emotional energy from this individual. And there are going to be seasons, friends, where selflessness may be the primary mantra, where 70% of your time is selflessness and only 30% can be self-care, 80% selflessness, 60% selflessness. But you do have to have a small amount, 
at minimum of self-care. Otherwise, you're going to become the burned out leader and then you're not useful for anybody. And so you have to embrace self-care. And let me just offer you a few tips about self-care. Number one, take some walks. Get outside. <laughs> I was having lunch the other day with a friend, and they said, hey, you want to sit inside or outside? And I'm, yeah, it's moderately warm relative to our particular climate. And I said, man, I want to sit outside. I like to sit outside all summer because I'm inside all winter because it's so cold. I want to be outside and willing to deal with a little bit of the heat or this or that because I want to be under the sun. I want to get some vitamin D. I want to feel the warmth because... I don't want to be, I'm going to be inside all winter. And so I want to be outside taking walks, doing fun things after office hours, unless you're going to do fun things as a team, which is also very, very important and useful. But for me, it's often doing the kind of things that I enjoy doing outside, but doing them after hours. So I make my, those kind of appointments, if you will, after five or five 30. That way I feel integrous towards my work and towards my commitment, my professional commitments and want to get those things done you know what? But then it's kind of, I turn the phone off and I put on my favorite Pandora station and I'm out doing things that I enjoy outside. I'm sitting on my front porch and just enjoying my neighborhood. What is it for you that you can do outside that is rejuvenating? Knitting inside, listening to music, playing the piano, doing art, talking to a friend, having a coffee, going fishing. What is it for you, friends? And then I would encourage you to think about a gratitude list. The science tells us that it positively alters brain chemistry when you take time to give thanks for things, to offer a gratitude list. And I, as a person of faith, is not I'm not just making a list of things I'm grateful for, but I'm communicating to God my gratitude for His involvement and His love and His presence in my life. And I would encourage you, at a minimum, to make a gratitude list. But if I could be so bold, I would encourage you to not just make a list, but audibly communicate this list to God and to call upon Him and thank Him for His involvement in your life, celebrating with others. I think this is healthy self-care because it allows us to maintain a posture of humility and reject the downfall of pride. Celebrate with other people the things that you're doing, the things that are going well. <laughs> I loved yesterday. My wife and I got in the car after church, and she's involved in her whole area of ministry and leadership and in, in responsibility with elementary age children and nursery and infants. And I'm more with the adults in the main church service. And generally, when I drop her off at nine o'clock and she walks in, and then I go park the car, I jokingly say, but also in reality, say, I'll see you at lunch. Now, I'm not going to really see you for the next few hours as we go and be faithful, loving shepherds in our unique areas of responsibility. And when we gather back together in the car around lunchtime, I love it when my wife, Darlene, begins to talk about how great her morning was. I see the sparkle in her eye. I, while I know that she is physically drained, I, I hear the energy and the rejuvenation in her voice. And, and I, I, I love all of that. And I love celebrating with her. And celebrating with her is a form of self-care. And then she wants to know about my successes and my breakthroughs and my moments of joy as well. And so I shared those with her. And we celebrate each other. Friends, how powerful this could be. If you simply with your family, a loved one, a friend, if not on a daily basis, a weekly basis, simply check in with each other and say, what are you celebrating this week? It's awesome. It's an incredible experience to do that. And so I just want to encourage you to embrace the importance of self-care, healthy self-care partnered with 
selflessness will make you a powerful, effective, and persevering leader. Now, when we think about these two leaders, the sacrificial mentor who becomes the sacrificed mentor, and then the balanced leader, what we can merge from these two ideas is point number three, what we call the symbiotic approach. This is the empowered team. When we, when we look at these two examples, it's evident that the leader who embraces the importance of self-care was more engaged, more creative, more productive. And this individual's team, family, ministry appreciated the leader's selflessness, but they were also inspired by this person's role modeling and personification of healthy self-care skills and the ability to maintain this healthy work-life balance. And I would rather flip it the other way because I don't like putting work first before life. Healthy life-work balance. And the willingness to take care of themselves empowered the team to do the same. And that helps us lead um, a harmonious and uh, effectiveness and fruitful, high-performing work life balance, life-work balance. And so I'm encouraging you, friends, to incorporate and to add to your life these skills and the way, creative ways that you come up with that allow you to embrace self-care and <laughs> embrace selflessness, the symbiotic approach. It's embracing both of them, the symbiotic approach, so that you can have a joyful, healthy life. You're able to persevere through difficulties with emotional fortitude and strength. You're able to maintain fervency and creativity for your professional goals and responsibilities. And leaders who do this, they learn how to manage both of these and they can teach these things to their team. We understand that by embracing this balanced symbiotic approach, leaders will foster a thriving culture, empowering other people and achieving long-term success. I think this is a great lesson, and I, it's, it's an important tension that we manage, the power of selfless leadership with self-care. Embrace selflessness. Embrace self, the importance of self-care. This is the symbiotic approach when you do both of them together. So I hope that helps you out today, friends. I love spending this time with you on episode 202 of our podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. Hey, I hope you have a great week, everybody. Stay healthy and stay hopeful, and I'll talk to you soon.